0: So on the rocket side, there was nobody whose numbers like were eye popping or like just overwhelmed you again. But, you know, if you look at the numbers, they shot it OK, like 40 percent from three. <laughs> not bad. And also maybe not what you would expect necessarily from uh, from this from this Rockets team. Given that it's preseason and it's choppy, like we've mentioned, and it's hard to really get a good beat on what you're seeing because what you're seeing in preseason is not what you're ultimately going to see in the regular season. They got so much to to kind of put together. Who did stand out to you in this game?
1: Well, on the threes, they didn't take very many. And yeah. I'm interested to know, and I haven't gotten to this yet, but do they have a target for how many threes they want to take? Because they only took 25 last night. And to me, in 2023, 2024, it's it's hard for me to to sit there and say you know what if you're getting 25 threes up a game that's good that's a good number because I don't think it is I think that you need to I think that you're putting a ceiling on your offense uh, when that's the case and you know they they made 40 percent of them yesterday they made 10 uh, I, it's a little bit concerning that the the guys that took the most or at least some of the starters that took the most fan bleeding green combined for two for 10 again that's a small thing yeah. Um, uh, Green was 105 from the free throw line, which I kind of noticed. Really? You didn't really notice it as it was happening, happening, but you saw it just like within the stats. I guess Cam Whitmore did stand out as a guy who they're not going to ever have to convince him to shoot. And I think that we knew that in summer league. I think you got a pretty good view of it in summer league, but seeing him on the floor with like the actual NBA team, he was not shy about firing well. out. I mean, he had five shots up within the first five minutes that he played. Uh, he finished with 10 field goal attempts. He took four threes. He made three of them. So I think that was a really uh, a, a positive sign. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, I don't think that there was anything that really, I, I thought Jabari Smith did have his moments where he looked really good and showed that he carried over some of the summer league stuff. Uh, Jalen Green looked as explosive as he ever has before. Alper and Shingun made the only three that he took. And one of the things that Ime Yudoka brought up post game was that he passed up a couple looks. And that's one of those things that they don't want him to do. They want him to take that shot because if they're not guarding you out there, taking that shot is better than just driving into traffic and trying to drive and kick when there's already guys in the lane. So, you know, his evolution of just, Taking that shot when it's there, I think it's going to be really important and it will change the way that teams defend him.
0: Yeah, it, it is maddening watching him do the pump fake. Like, I like that he's got all of these moves and they're entertaining to watch. He's a fun player to watch. We know that. But when he does the pump fake and there's nobody there to pump fake or nobody is there, like actually contesting the shot, you know, or the fact that he doesn't take the shot that he's pump faking everybody's like, hey, you don't shoot that shot. Why are you pump faking? Like, you got to actually start shooting it and uh, and and actually convince some people. On your point about the threes, it is worth noting. Like, the Rockets shot it well. They shot a nice percentage, 40% from, the, from, from three, made 10 of the 25 that they took. But the team that lost and shot it horribly from three, like, Indiana shot it horribly. They were under 24% from three, but they took 42. So, like, speaking to your point of modern NBA basketball, strategy. It that's an interesting question that you that you point out. For whatever reason, the 25 number did not stick out to me. But you go over look at the other team and you think about it and you're like, they shot 42. It's now uh, I guess you know they're they're losing or whatever, but it is customary to shoot more than 25, you would think. So I am interested to see how that's gonna play out. Uh Cam Whitmore though, you mentioned look, I know this is this is where you and I have been on opposite sides. You, I, It seems like I have the more measured approach of just let the rookies kind of get acclimated and get accustomed to what NBA basketball actually is, which is the reasonable take. But, man, when I watch Cam Whitmore, I'm going to tell you this, man. I watched this game and was a bit underwhelmed by just, like, not really feeling like I was uh, – I just wasn't super entertained by the game, to be honest with you. I, I just wasn't. And maybe that's because it is preseason basketball. But the because one, it was
1: a- – throw contest
0: yeah it was yeah that's Uh that, that could be it that could be it but the one player from a rocket standpoint the one player that did catch my attention was cam whitmore and i feel like that's it everything that you said about you know him just having kind of this relentless attitude of like hey man i'm gonna go put the ball in the bucket that's the name of the game that's what i'm gonna go do when i get out here there is something about him where it feels like hey this is the youngest player on the team, I believe. Yeah, he's 19. What is he, 19? This is the youngest guy that you got. But there, it feels like he's going to, at some point, really play his way onto the court. Like, that. that's what I got. Like, not early, but eventually, I could see, just based off of the kind of just the raw ability, and if they can kind of harness that, like, reel it in a little bit and have him play, for sure, play within what they're trying to do. I could see himself not necessarily always being the forever being the ninth 10th guy which is probably what he is now.
1: And Yudoka brought up his versatility after last night's game and that he's somebody they feel like could play the 2 through 4. So when you, you when you have his size and you have that sort of versatility then that gives you more opportunities to get on the floor especially when you're not healthy is. That was again I, I really was interested to see how the minutes would be handed out to the guards. Um, but not having Reggie Bullock kind of, you know, ruin that. And so, uh, you know, they brought in Reggie Bullock late. Um, how many minutes do they see him getting? It feels like he's going to be in the rotation. I wanted to see who's going to be the first guy off the bench. And like you brought up, it was Eason, but was that just because Dylan Brooks got ejected? Like on a normal night, who's going to be first off the bench? And so we didn't get to see that yet. And we'll have to wait and see um, if they play with a full deck uh, when they play against New Orleans. Uh, what is it? Uh, in a couple days is tomorrow, the 12th. Is that right? Yeah,
0: tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thursday. yeah, Thursday, so the 12th.
1: We, so we'll have to see if they play with a full deck for that game um obviously they're not going to play everybody for all five of these preseason games it's not like you're going to see Fred Van Vliet play in all five uh Dylan Brooks was not going to play in all five anyways according to Ime Yudoka so um maybe yesterday we turned out to be one of the one of those games that he is just not going to appear in um so yeah that's that really to me is what matters for preseason at least with a new staff because that's when you start to figure out the pecking order and I can't remember if I brought this up to you before but Um, I think we all thought that Josh Christopher going into last year would have a big role on last year's team and that he was a guy who exceeded expectations as a rookie. You thought, okay, big things coming up for him in year two. And then you go to that first preseason game and he is the sixth or seventh man off the bench. And then that's when you kind of knew, okay, they might not be quite as high on Josh Christopher as we thought they were. Josh Christopher is not in the rotation to start the season. Uh, and then he gets traded obviously once the season ends. So you you get a good feel, I think for how the staff feels about the guys that they have just based off of the minutes that you're giving out in preseason. And I will, I will bring this up. Um, you look at the first half minutes last night, Jay Sean Tate played 11. You know, Jay Sean Tate was one of the more used guys off the bench and you know, that doesn't count Eason who's probably minutes were inflated because of the Brooks ejection. But I think early on, you're going to see Jay Sean Tate's going to play a lot more than maybe a lot of people anticipated.
0: Yeah. Since you mentioned him, Jay Sean Tate, it it really feels like there's an opportunity there for him to be, I don't want to say effectively their backup center. But that, that's something that I am keeping an eye on. Like how how much does how much when they when they want to play some small ball or when you know if, if they're giving Shingoon a breather or whatever it is, like how much I know they signed Jock Landale, but will they end up liking Jay Sean Tate more in that spot because he's got like the strength and the sort of the basketball IQ to play whatever position, but then also like the, the actual versatility to do it. So like, I, I am curious about that. Like where does, where does he fall into the rotation? You, you mentioned how many minutes he played, but how, how exactly they want to use him is what I'm most interested in.
1: Well, I I brought up specifically with you, Like, do you plan on having either Shingoon or Landell on the floor at all times? You know, do you plan on having a traditional center on the floor at all times and he said no he said that you're gonna see jabari smith play some center and obviously we saw that uh in the game last night and then i brought up okay well and then he even brought up bobon which i don't think that would happen in any sort of an important situation but then i asked him okay well does easton fit into that spot is you know possibly getting minutes at the five and udoka's response was well you know they had a lineup in practice or during the scrimmage where it was tate and um easton as the two bigs, you know, playing the four or the five, and it was Tate who wound up, you know, defending the five. So I think that the thing that matters, and, and Yudoka used the word interchangeable multiple times. And I think that's the big thing is that they want versatility. They want guys, and that's just kind of the, the way the modern game is now. They want guys who can guard one through five. And that's what Tate is able to do. Tate might be short but he can guard anyone one through five. And, you know, he can bang with bigs. He can hang with he's
0: strong as hell. He's yeah. strong as hell, man. He he yeah. is, he is, he is one of those people. There are people like this that are, you ever see, this happens in football sometimes like Micah Parsons is one of these people where you're like, man, that guy is way stronger than he looks. And, and not that he doesn't look strong, but he's, you know, there are people that like just play up their, their strength, just plays up a weight class. And he's one of those dudes.
1: Well, that's what got him on the floor to begin with was just that versatility. And he's only got, you know, I think people have forgotten about him because he missed so much time last year and people sour on him because the shooting isn't always there, but he can do so many things for you on the floor. And yeah. he, again, he can guard anyone one through five. He can put the ball on the floor. He can make plays for others. He can finish at the rim. I mean, he's a, he's a solid, solid player. And it's pretty obvious to tell that he's a guy that, the new coaching staff has really started to, uh, to fall in love with, I guess would be the best way to put it.
0: Yeah, it, it'll be interesting too. Cause I saw, I saw some Jay Sean Tate hate on a couple of plays that didn't go great uh, online. And I'm like, man, you got, this is going to be one of the guys that, that fans irrationally dislike because they want younger guys to play. And they're going to be like, what's Jay Sean Tate getting these minutes for? But, but I, I agree with you, man. He, he had some value. I'm going to say this though. I think I figured out why I was underwhelmed, why I wasn't excited about this game. It wasn't just because it was a free throw contest and it was preseason choppy, choppy basketball. And, and maybe what I'm about to say was a a byproduct of it being preseason choppy basketball. But the thing that that stood out to me was how much the guards did not stand out. Like I, I guess that's what I was so underwhelmed by because Fre- Fred Van Vliet, we, we mentioned earlier that Dylan Brooks was ejected five minutes into the game. But Fred VanVleet was the biggest signing. And like, look, this is not sky is falling type of stuff off of one preseason game. But it, I guess it did stand out to me that those two guys were unremarkable in this particular game. Didn't shoot it particularly well. You mentioned they were a combined two for 10 from three. And it looks like a combined eight for 23 from the field. Uh, Ten points for Viv, uh, Fred VanVleet. And 11 for Jalen Green. It just was a, it was just a, okay, they there. It, it, it didn't feel, I didn't feel anything, I guess, was the thing about it. What did you think about watching those two?
1: I I I know what you're saying. And, you know, Van Bleet wasn't exactly an efficient scorer last year. And we've talked about Jalen Green's struggles just with his efficiency. But uh, there's one number that I want to point out okay. turnovers. They played a choppy preseason game and they finished with nine turnovers compared to Indiana, who finished with 18. And I'm trying to find – I'm hoping I can find the game book here somewhere. Um, But nine turnovers in a preseason game seems awfully low. And so the fact that they were able to do that – I want to see what the turnovers were for the first um, three quarters, and you're going to hear something probably here in a second. Turnovers has been a problem, obviously, for the the Rockets. Okay, see? Yeah. About the, about so, so,
0: so, it was noted on the broadcast perhaps that they did not turn the ball over a lot in this victory. And no,
1: I, I was trying to pull up the game book and I was so I went into the nba.com thing and they have the automatic video, but of course, they don't have the game book, they don't have all three quarters. So, never mind, so much for that.
0: But again, well, not, hey, I, get a, uh, Tracy, tomorrow, any of y'all, if y'all are watching, man, send us that game book, man. Let, let, let's get those, let, let's make sure we get to that. They probably do.
1: They uh, probably but, do. But again, that, that's one of the big things that I think that you get to take away is that, hey, they went through a preseason game where you play all these guys. You have all these guys who are playing on the floor with each other really for the first time in a game situation, and you only had nine turnovers. I mean, uh, that's they have rarely finished with you know single-digit turnovers last year during the regular season. And so that's where I think the value of somebody like Van Vleet comes in, where he's got the ball a lot in his 25 minutes or whatever it was. He only had the four assists, but he also only turned it over once. And so if you can get, you know, a four to one turnover rate, you know, with your point guard this year, I think that would be very helpful because, again, it it limits a lot. It it just helps your defense. You know, your defense is going to be in a much better position if you aren't turning the ball over the way that they have uh, over the last couple of years. So for me, the, the box score numbers for Van Vliet don't look great. Absolutely. You're right about that. But the fact that they only had nine turnovers, I think, is really important.